Fuck. Yeah. We made it, Tell. Oh, fucking... <laughs> my fucking knees are shot, mate. Jesus. Six bloody tears in a stadium. What, what kind of idiot does that? <sighs> Welcome to Benfica, mate. Jeez. True, true. Oh, heads up. Man, man bun at two o'clock. All right, let's go see what he fucking wants. Yes, boys. What are you saying? Why are you lot so red in the face for? Mate, 114,000 seat stadium. Six tiers. Do you have any bloody idea how many stairs that is? Uh, there's a cable car. Why didn't you take that? Cable car? Oh, what the fuck? Don't worry about it, man. Forget it. Um, you're here now. Okay, okay. So what are we doing here anyway? Let's sit down. Sit down. Take a load off. Um, condition 14 seats, mate. Comfy to fuck. Oh, I needed that. Jeez. Leather, son. Diamond encrusted, too. Just don't press the red button. Why? Well, each seat's button has its own complimentary massage from a different Russian lady. Say what now? But we don't have time for that. This is a covert, top-secret mission. Come on, spit it out, Fatty. Boys, our rises were shit. We haven't won any of our games. We're stealing the fucking dice again, boys. We're doing it. <laughs> yes, mate. Right. Come on, let's go. Um, I'll, I'll catch you up, lads. All right? I'll, I'll be there in a minute. Daryl, did you, did you just press all the buttons there in a row on all those seats? Nah. Just checking the fabrics, mate. It's quality stuff here in Benfica. Oh, fucks. Come on, let's go. You're coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll catch you up. I'll catch up. Приветик, мои дорогие друзья. Некоторые спросили из вас, могла я быть немножко поговорить с вами по-русски? All right, all right, cool. All right, I'll see you in a bit, yeah? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I got you. Buongiorno. Let me introduce you to my divorce lawyer. Welcome, one and all, to episode two of the official UE podcast for Game One Two One. I am your host Terry, and joining me as always is our regular panelists. First up, we have the man who won't offer me any fucking swaps. It's Daryl. How's it going? <laughs> oh, you're right. I wouldn't offer, yeah, offer you anything. Yeah. I'm still so... better. I'm still better. I'm still better. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck Nathan. <laughs> uh, but I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Good, right? good. And also with us is the opposite the man who offers the worst fucking swaps in ue it's faddy how's it going just say something when you introduce yourself you are just terry yeah there is <laughs> no there's no Legend. i'm a prick there's no what a cunt i am there's no anything faddy. about faddy they know this <laughs> they don't yeah. need to be told this well they don't need I would... to be told this I'll, i'm called terry like anyone to... called terry's a cunt come on <laughs> I would but to be fair, uh, you do offer the worst fucking shops. Uh, no, swaps in the game. I don't. No, I don't. You do. No, you do. We we need to touch on this, man. We need to touch base on this. No, uh, we don't. There's no, there's no base touching. <laughs> Daryl, Daryl, for for like a hundred away, thirty nine PV pot, dual SA, ten speed centre back. He offers a ninety one thirty five goalkeeper. <laughs> Are you, Are you taking a piss? <laughs> I offered you two karma players for him. 
not gold karma, just normal karma. Just two, like bang, two, bang karma. average, bang average. Two reserve that, team level. That's quite personal. You should. I, I literally have like six better goalkeepers. <laughs> and I just say two karma players. <laughs> two normal, hey. normal karma though, not gold. You don't just get away without asking. You've got to try it. Exactly. He's <laughs> a try. I think that topped your Benny Adir offer, though. That, that, that was good. That was good. <laughs> so how's it been? How, how's your week's been? <laughs> how's your week's been, though, boys? Outside of UE, inside? How's it been? Um, inside UE, uh, decent. I drew two all to Rangers. Uh, and I beat Watford 3-2. Um, so I picked up my first point in the Premier League, which is... Which is uh, decent nice. um away from home as well so i'll take that um in terms of outside yeah all right mate um sort of settling in now uh we've got a game tomorrow actually uh against royston ladies uh so see how that goes um i'm i'll make it official here now as well i'm officially as of sunday no longer um working for jack wilshire's academy either um decided to just go a different way uh i've been there for three and a half years and i think that there's no progress there just sort of coaching for money and just doesn't really do anything so so yeah decided to step down coming up to the new season for you in it not a change yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've got a kid guy uh, coming um so it's it's a case of do I, yeah, do I really want to be doing all yeah. of that shit at the same time? He's just sure. whipping you. Like, Make me fucking money, bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's what the missus said. Oh, she goes, true. you're going to lose money now, so where are you going to get it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Guys, yeah. the, the sub-link is at the top of the website, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buy some merch. <laughs> Penny needs it. Yeah, please, yeah, please. We'll, we'll, we'll change we'll, it we'll get some... help a brother out, yeah? <laughs> yeah we'll get, some, get some longevity baby grows in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh i'll God, take don't, it don't tempt me oh no <laughs> um i finally lost. You, i finally lost well, that's to happen something no it did wow, good you know run like, good run and yeah i'm i play like that i'll win some games it's, it's gonna be one of them leagues i think there's games like that if i play like that sometimes you win you know I, i'm not disappointed in i didn't have my first choice left back I need to make a couple of positional changes. I'm not playing players that I feel are in the strongest. I'm actually making a slight tweak to how I normally set up to just to make sure I'm playing players at their maximum, which is what I think showed I wasn't doing this week. Um, but losing to Steve Oliver's not, you know, there's no, no, there's no, no shame. I, it was two set piece goals in the first 20 minutes. And, and then it was, I hit the post twice. Uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. They missed the penalty, to be fair, as well. So it was just one of them games that anyone could have won. Um, but I was annoyed. I kind of wanted a point out of it because I've got Dave this week and Lil. I'm not expecting anything from that. But again, you never know. Um, but yeah, tough start. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm still I'm still quite happy with where we are and match ratings and stuff. Um, but Norcop in 1-2-0. They're flying right now. And the rises I'm getting there... I'm really excited, actually, with what they're doing. They were meant to be a meme. Maybe I can play wingbacks. Um, we're up in yeah. fourth, so yeah, I haven't lost yet with them. So yeah, I'm looking forward. To it. You've just you've just mentioned rises, and Amir's probably just punched his screen there. Yeah, yeah, he's not. Um, he's not <laughs> the thing is, right? So, so I haven't won yet, and I may have lost, but in the division, I've got the top-rated defender, the third-rated defender, the third highest goalkeeper, second highest midfielder. So I know we're playing well. 
And that's why I think all I need to do is a couple of little tweaks to make sure them players are playing at their maximum. You know, and I think that's what I need to do. Yeah. You know. And do, um, and do you think maybe there's a, there's a touch of maybe you might have took your eye off the ball a little bit with uh, Stem Gratz? Yeah. With, with sort of, because we know you've been trying to do your, your stuff with exactly. I mean, So Norcop needed a lot of work and I've really tried to push deals with them. Um, I've really been trying to swap out some of this other bits and pieces. Like I've got three 30, two 38 centimeters and a 37. I don't need Ooh, all three. Nice. So I'm trying to push them out. Um, and yeah, I think with work and then a little bit more focus on Norcop in this week, because I can see where I lost. My master tactic choice against Steve wasn't the right one for how he plays. So yeah, I, I, um, my reserves and youth completely destroyed him and that's because I actually played the right master tactic. So again, it's you make one mistake in it in a game like this and you're going to get punished. But we'll be alright. Yeah, mid, mid, mid to top half table, I'm still quite confident. Because like last season, I was ninth halfway in the middle of the season. I finished second by seven points. So... Yeah, it's that kind of game, isn't it? Like you get on a good run, you put your focus on, and mm. soon get back into it. Yeah? yeah, spot on. Yeah, spot on. Yeah, uh, we won. We won um, one nil. Got off the got off to a good start in the league. Now um, beat Le- Ross's Levante one nil. Uh, Camacho on the on the score sheet for us. So that was nice to see him score. Been trying to talk to him, get his. Uh, I think it's confidence. Yeah. Uh, or his morale, one of the two. It's uh, trying to get that up higher as well, and because I think when he's when he's on excelling or something like that, he, he bangs him in. So uh, if it doesn't start going up soon, I might have to consider putting pro on him just to get him scoring again. But uh, yeah, really happy. He's you know, been playing playing some good stuff, and uh, we also got a draw in the Champions League. So nice, nice to sort of feel like we belong there. Do you know what I mean? It was like we played a team in there, and yeah, it's it was, it was good. Positive, positive week. Quite happy with that. Oh, uh, you feel yeah, like yeah. you belong in the Champions League? Is that what you're trying to say? Uh, it, it, if <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> uh, it, it makes that. no, no, no. Um, sorry, just got a bit of shit in my throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that, not that, not that. Um, no, um, yeah. I mean, I was sort of. I felt about the Champions League this season how I did about coming up to the Premier League. I thought it was too soon. Um, I thought we got lucky to win the league uh, and to and to come up and then. Like this season, I thought we were lucky to get in the top five and get in the Champions League. So I kind of ex- fully expected to lose like like three quarters of my games in the like three to four games in in the Champions League. So to get a point, if I can at least get one win I'd, or a couple, I'd be really happy with that. Like my my goal is like two wins now, a draw and three losses. Anything better than that would be, I'd be really happy. I'd be happy with that. As long as I don't go out on the last week. If I lose on the last week, if I fuck it up on the last week, that'll hurt. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah no, appreciate that. Yeah. But um, how about um, results around? around uh, any shocks or surprises around <laughs> the leagues <laughs> uh, that you've seen? Inter Milan getting a 3-0 victory. Over, who did they play? Hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> who was Inter Milan playing? Yeah. I didn't see. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jay at Benfica. Yeah, yeah, he got fucking slapped. But um, I don't think I've ever seen Jay get slapped like that. Yeah, he was really confident going into it. So that was, I, I was shocked. I was shocked by that. That was, uh, I think he had someone sent off that might have played into it. Um, he I think he was one goal down at the time. Two games. Like when does when does he stop playing as the underdog and 
try and attack. Does he ever do that? Like, he hasn't scored a goal yet. Um, I know Real Madrid haven't either. Yeah, he's, but... he's very conservative. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, got, yeah, he's got a good score. Now, are they? <laughs> no, no, he's he's scoring for fun at the moment. He's yeah, averaging three a game at the moment. Fucking hell! Yeah. So yeah, yes, yeah, it's, it's impressive. Yeah, it's a big, big, big scout for him as well. Yeah, that but, is it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that that was like a, a result that um that quite surprised me. I I think um. Not not so much a surprise, but a little bit. I mean, I suppose like Ben was my my big my big uh, tip for this for the prem for the Southern Prem. Uh, he got beat by Skeens Napoli one nil. Uh, so he's he's actually Ben's bottom of uh, our league with Real Madrid. Uh, but he'll he'll turn that around. I think he's just had a tough start. Um, yeah, there's and there's no shame to losing someone like Skeens Skeens quality. So yeah, no no surprises there. There's, there is loads of shame. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> All shame. Trust you, trust you, my man. He should, he should be um, walked down the street and bells rang. Shame, shame. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I, I saw. Uh, for me, it's uh, Crusaders. Uh, you know, um, oh, yeah. To go. yeah, not they haven't won yet. No, no, no. Also, the draw. I was quite surprised actually. I thought they do start really strong in the UK third division. So that one surprised me. Yeah, but that, I, th- I think a lot of teams had some good rises in um, at EOS, and now like the teams are strong. Do you know what I mean? So it's like e- every season it's going to get harder and harder, and you might have won a league at a canter, but I think even like teams like say like Wildstone, who won the league almost unbeat, I think they lost one game. I think they'll struggle in the next league up just because obviously better better caliber of teams, better caliber of players. They've all had EOS rises as well. Mm. It's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I saw I saw our man um, Daryl Upton. He started life off well in in Division Two. Mate, he's got a fantastic and team. have a win. Really good team. Ivan Tony up front for him. He's got this right winger called Dimitru. Absolute animals. Yep. Absolute that right midfielder he's got is absolute beast. I haven't I haven't heard of a match that he spoke about where he's got less than a ninety two. Any match. Yeah, he's ninety four percent average, isn't yeah, he? There you go. Yeah, he's absolutely just, he's, insane. He's this has got the, the the right back that he found, found that pot goalkeeper, didn't he? That the other guy sold. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's created a hell of a team. Don't worry, boys. I'm going to get this die, so I'm going to break his legs. <laughs> <laughs> any, any more results for you guys, or should we just should we jump into the the deep dive now? Stood out. Yeah, nothing there really that stood out. No, it's, it's, obviously, it's we just won for me. Um, he won yeah. last week, and he won three nil. Um, and this week he won 3-1, uh, West Ham beating Aston Villa, who were obviously finished second last year. Um, and he's currently top unbeaten, sc- scored six, conceded one. Yeah, he's going to be. And Leeds have got off to a really good start. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. If managers like that, like Richard, the, the team he's got there at West Ham, though, he should be competing. As long as he doesn't go deal crazy and actually works with, a bit with what he's got, he should be there or thereabouts at the yeah, totally agree. Definitely totally be agree. in the conversation. It would definitely be closer between him and and C. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. 
All right, so let's uh, let's go into uh, let's delve into our, our our in-depth analysis into one particular league. And um, what we're doing from now as well is um, allowing the uh, or, or passing this to the members of the podcast um, to discuss and vote on who what league they would like to have um, under the spotlight, so to speak. And they voted for uh, Southern Division One, which was exactly. ironic because there isn't one. Yeah, yeah it's Premier League <laughs> or Division Two. So that, that guy's show you the caliber that we're dealing with writing, here. And I'm like, <laughs> what are they even talking about? <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of makes sense that they're sort of like, give, you know, they're sort of paying for memberships. You know what I mean? They, they can't get that right. <laughs> Bless them. We love them, really. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, we, I think we've took that. I think it would have been, they, people would have put Prem if they meant Prem. So I think we were under the. Hopefully we've got this right that they mean Division 2. So yeah. Southern Division 2. <clears throat> uh, and I, I will start. I suppose I, I could start this. Um, so I, I looked at the team who I thought might uh, possibly uh, push for promotion um, to, the, to the Premier League. Uh, I backed uh, Lazio for this. Uh, Steve Watkins is Lazio. Uh, they won their first game of the season, but... Uh, yeah, they got trounced this week uh, by Dale's FC Porto 3-1. Quite a surprise there, really, guys. I mean, um, yeah, yeah he's, he's got I, a I would think so. crack inside. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was just completely surprised by that. I mean, he's got one of the top goal scorers in the get in in, in the league. Sorry, um, you know, one of the uh, in in a guy called Bakiev. He's um, high AR player, eighty eight percent. He scored three goals already for Lazio. Really, really good player, but yeah, he got caught out and done a done a good one by Dale, um, who's looking to bounce back into into the Prem. I suppose that's quite a surprise, quite a surprise result, wouldn't you say, guys? I think so. Yeah, I would say a surprise, but good for Dale. I mean, he's not got yeah. the wor- worst team in the lad, you know. Um, it'll give him some confidence. He hasn't lost yet, so just kind of the start you wanna you want when you're trying to bounce back up. So uh, yeah, yeah. Lazio has just been so inconsistent throughout this whole game, don't you think? Like it's just not. Yeah. It's never it's got just not started. Clipped. No, it hasn't, and that's that would start to be an issue for me because it's just yeah they're up and down mid-table division two at the minute. Just hope Steve can sort it out. Mm. And he has a big game next as well. I mean, he faces uh, Torino this week. Uh, he's away to him at uh, Torino, another another very good side uh, last season that were tough to beat. They've got like uh, the likes of um, Bellotti up front, absolutely incredible striker. Um, yeah, and they but he hasn't won either. So I mean, they're both going to be desperately. You know, obviously, Steve's going to want to turn it around with Lazio and get back to winning ways like they did in, in week one. But uh, Torino are going to be looking for that first three points. I mean, that yeah, that yeah. could be a massive, massive tie. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to put. A, you know, for Lazio to be up in that conversation, he needs he needs to go on a run and early. You know, set his stall out early. Yeah, I think so because I mean, like some of the teams that uh, you guys are going to cover in particular as well. I mean, especially um, I think Faddy's going to he. I think he looked at Payok this week. Uh, I mean, like the likes of them, your Genoa, who came up from Division Four and Three alongside Mallorca, Andy Young's Mallorca. Those three guys, they're. They're 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 on merit and they're very very good managers, very good teams. I mean, they could easily bump some of these big sides to the side and, and stop them going up. Oh yeah, definitely. I find I find it crazy. I think I'm on the same boat. I'm on the same boat as um as Daryl, where like they're just so inconsistent. That's you. 
And I think that's what's killed them. Yeah. And if they yeah, if they can really find that consistency, they they they'd be a top team because they've got some good players, man. Yeah, I mean, obviously, without sort of giving away any of the tactics, I mean, like obviously, the main thing is he's he's got to shut that he's got to shut it down in defense and sort of re look how he approaches like defensively because it's it's conceding too many goals, isn't it? Certainly, to lose three one at home means error in a game like this. You know, it means you made yeah. you set up really wrong, or you was too easy to read. You know what you was gonna do and stuff. You know, to lose or a play, or a player sent off, something like that. Do you know what I mean? It's it's easy done, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? But you know, it's yeah, it's it's something. Yeah, you know, it's definitely like you say there. It's definitely something you got to think about, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll, I'll pass this on to um, Faddy. Do you, who did you cover this week? Oh, I covered um, the oh, yeah, Payok game against Atletico Bilbao. Uh, Payok are a team that have just come up. Um, and uh, we thought that there would be well, we didn't think, we just assumed um, however they won 4-1, they're sitting top of the league, they're doing really really well um, looking at their their team and, and the way they played, uh, their left mid got a 96 scored two goals, got man of the match Um their left back got a 90, one of their centre backs got a 91. Like, they absolutely dominated Atletico Bilbao. Atletico Bilbao's goalkeeper got a 67. Their left wing back got a um, 64. Uh, you know, their right forward got a 69. They did not play well. So, obviously, I've, it's, it might be a tactics thing. I, I don't know. But possession, POK, 59% to 41. Um, they had the same amount of shots on targets. Same amount of shots off target. Um, an extra free kick than Atletico Bilbao. One extra corner than Atletico Bilbao. So, apart from possession, it was it was quite similar in, in terms of all the rest of the stats, but they just absolutely annihilated them. And um, for me, looking at it, play to wings is, is something that they played. And where they had wing-backs on the other team, and I, I just... I think they were very, very defensive. Um, and Perique just went out and attacked them, completely attacked them and absolutely annihilated them um, all over the pitch. And you can see their left mid, 96, two goals. Um, to the Just read one part of it. It just says, um, Atletico Bilbao took a beating against an excellent Perique team today. The loss has left them rooted to the bottom of the table. And, and I think that's what are they? I mean... Yeah, look at that. Two two losses, two goals scored, seven conceded. That's too many. Yeah, that's way yeah. too many. It's a bad start. That's why you got to change your shit up, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's yeah. Uh, that's not good for Scott. Um, so they they concede. They Atletico Bilbao scored in the eighty second minute, so they're already four 0 down. But I just want to read quickly the fourth goal before I, I, I move over to Daryl. But this is how good they played. Yeah. So, Kandreva controls Slater's cross, looks up, and scores with an exquisite chip over Simone. P.O.K. are playing some delightful stuff. That basically just sums up the game. They absolutely annihilated him. Wow. Fair play. Eight goals in two games as well. Yeah. Incredible stuff. Yeah. No wonder you, you... go too defensive but that seems to be eating more into their hands you know yeah definitely 
Um, well, me yeah, and the guy just above Atletico Bilbao, the real Sociedad, who haven't been great, um, were away to Granada, um, which is Jesse, aka Ben. Um, <laughs> and I'm Nathan must be just pulling his hair out because I'm, he's probably looking and wondering how he lost this, like how it's gone down as a loss. Because I don't get it. He had more possession. They both had really shite on the right wing back and right back ratings wise. The ratings were probably more for Sociedad. He's conceded an 86th minute goal. He was 2-1 up at some point. 1-0, 2-1. Yeah, he must be sick. He'd be sick because he hasn't played badly. Maybe defensively and his keeper, he has got carriers in goal. Maybe he want to look at that. Hey, legend. He must um he must have looked at his turn and in one of them turns where you just close it and go, Do you know what? That's enough UE for today. <laughs> because, yeah, that, I think we've all had a couple of those, haven't we? I would have been annoyed at that with a draw from a draw. I mean, the guy okay, so the left mid of Granada got a great rating, scored two goals, got man of the match, ninety five. Do you know what I mean? Run the show. But Bellingham is all over the commentary. Both his strikers scored. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know how that's a win for Granada. Granada will take that all day long. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know how. And looking at how his seasons have gone the last last season and that, it seems to be a lot of that for Nathan, for real Sociedad. Because like you'd look at that and you'd think, what else could I do? Because there's not much, you know, he was winning. He took off his free roll, brought on a centre-back. He even tried to shut up shop and then conceded two goals. The second goal was in the 71st, a minute after the centre-back come on, and then conceded in the 86th. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. He'd probably be, he'd, he'd probably feel quite sick after that one, because I would. Because he set up really well. Maybe the double play to wing, sorry, has fucked him up, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I'd be sick if I was Nathan, and I, who knows what he needs to do there, but, yeah, I don't know how he's lost that. Yeah, sometimes you, you yeah, it, it's baffling. I, I think I was talking to uh, Nate, the Tondela manager, this week, and uh, he, he sort of showed me his his turn, and it, it's it's baffling. I mean, the guys played like a four three three with uh, with full backs, um, and I think it was like two centre mids and maybe like a playmaker or something like, that, and the two centre forwards and an inside forward, and he's just dominated everything, absolutely every stat, and he and he couldn't score. Absolutely incredible. Yeah, I think yeah. there's just some yeah. games that we get the dice back. I think there's going to be some games just like that. Isn't it? Yeah, mean, it's almost like the, the computer goes, "Yeah, okay, maybe you did set up right, but fuck you." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I would yeah, say I, that I think that I... was probably how Nathan feels because you know, okay, you'd say, okay, his right wing back only got a sixty-nine, but the other dude's right back only got a seventy. You know, other than that, his yeah. lowest rating's like a seventy-eight. Like he hasn't played badly. Like the other guy's right wow. mid seventy, he's probably outplayed Granada. He's had more possession. I it's just whatever happened in that last twenty minutes of that match. Just I don't know how. Yeah, I when I saw it, like I was just like, wow, he must be sick. And Nathan's a nice guy, so you probably wouldn't show too much fury by himself. He's probably thrown up in a bucket. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I suppose. I mean, this is. It's tough when you get those results, though, isn't it? It's, it's one of the like the hardest ones to. It, it, it sort of questions whether you want to stay in UE when you get those really. Like, for me, like the infuriating ones are when someone literally sits deep, like you know, doubles up on maybe defend deep or 
just defend deep support defend, and they and they show no ambition to go forward and then they like they win like if they sneak a one nil win you can like all right i kind of get that because like especially for me because i play expansive you know offensive football that's how i try and play and if someone sort of pucks the bus fine i i, I understand they can nickel but when you get beat like two one or three two it's like hold on something they're, they're doing nothing to go forward i mean why are they being why is dog shit being you know dog shit tactics being rewarded and it's just like all right okay it's ue we're, we're just scrub around that fuck it <laughs> yes so yeah but it seems to be uh happening a lot today from looking how you're associated he must I, i've seen i see yeah I've, I've seen it quite a fair bit a few guys have sort of messaged me saying like can you see what i've done wrong here and uh, they've played a team that's sort of, uh, yeah, we call it park in the bus, but it's just playing defensive uh, or countering foot, sort of football. And it's like, yeah, I, I can see why you're frustrated because you've actually tr- you've tried to have a go at someone who's who's not interested in, yeah, wow. whose main focus is is stopping the game. Well, I can say you know, right um, now, hopefully, yeah, that's how Dave is going to feel this it week because <laughs> he's about to get shit out. <laughs> I'm not uh, even going to deny yeah, it. I am parking. Four buses. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, mate, I I did it last season okay. in reserves. I like last three or four games of the season. I thought, yeah, full on handbrake the bus, mate. Yeah, you know I mean, full yeah. on. Well, that's it works. It works. This week. Mains, mains, <laughs> mains are gonna have to break down the bus. That's it. It's not. I'm telling like Dave it. now. I hope he hasn't scouted me because it's not going to be anything like he's going to see on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it, love it. Okay, so we're going to go to sort of like um, our little opinion piece time. And I mean, like if other people want to put something forward for like a topic they want raised, I mean, by all means, obviously, you guys, if you if you want to if you want to sort of mention something some week, that's fine. Um, but I think we'll we'll just have a quick recap on like last week's one and sort of bring up a few comments that were brought up uh, about it. So last week the the opinion thing was um, essentially I, I I think I sort of mentioned about how. Um, the slower players need something in the game. Like um, at the moment, you know, we all know what you can do. You can either change your formation to help um, to support the slower defenders, or you play defend deep support defense. That's, that's pretty much your options. And in both circumstances, I mean, if you want to add a sweeper in there to cover them, you haven't, the, the game is dictating your formation. If you uh, want to change, if you, if you, if you don't want to do that and you want to play those set, set tactics again, the game is pre predetermining what you what you and that was sort of my point um but more to the point is i, I haven't got horse in the race i've all my defenders are nine, not including center backs nine speed ten speed um i i just feel a bit sorry for the guys who can't shift them on do you know what i mean there's there's nothing happening there and my idea for like the for uh for the sa or a tactic to support a um a slower defender uh was purely just to help others who can't get deals who can't swap who can't even sell these sort of players like good players but with you know five speed they're just they're going nowhere uh and and in in real football slower defenders are notoriously still brilliant do you know what i mean i mean john terry was never fast amazing defender you know a lot of them like tony adams was another one as an arsenal fan um don't know what what you guys feel about that before we sort of uh cover some of the comments yeah look yeah. i I, I don't think, Still I don't think the game point. should start. I don't think the game should start as loads of players have ten judgment and six speed, and loads of players have ten speed and six judgment because centre backs' actual positional play needs judgment in the game. So 
Yes, of course. The centre back should naturally have judgment. Now, nah. yeah, and I, I didn't think. Just to confirm, I, I didn't think they should be. When I said like lower, I meant I just meant slightly. Do you know what I mean like a seven? Like if you've got a ten speed, if you're if you're lucky to get a ten speed centre back, and which I think should be made more rare, um, then maybe like seven judgment, and then you have to. I don't. Do you know what I mean something just to offset? It. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you should make it more rare. I just think there should be something that makes it more appealing other than it just turned into a gay game of race to tens, you know? Yeah. That, yeah. That, Which is why I was thinking essays. Is, yeah. Uh, maybe essays, like just, maybe something tactically. I just think it should be how hmm. many times have we scouted and you find like a 39 center back and you're like, whoa. And then you scroll the eyes across. Four speed. One this week. I've got a 38 yeah. center back. With six speed, I'm not banning. Yeah, it just yeah, has yeah. to be and, something that. And you can't, them, you can't sell a mon either. You know? Yeah, and that's the thing because everyone yeah. just wants that nine or ten. There has to be a reason that you can still have these players because it would keep the game involved. You know, there are probably some very good yeah. players out there with low speed. There's just nothing that you can set up or play. You know, you know damn well sometimes it's going to be that you're going to play this six speed, whatever tactic you pick, even if there is one, you're going to get... But but I just feel like there just should be something that makes it appealing to maybe even think about this. <clears throat> you know, because as you say, you find a 38 centre-back, six speed, no one's going to touch it. You know? Yeah. And, I, I've and, and my thought would be either... If you say, like, Sorry. number one, one speed is fucking Titus Bramble and ten is a Traore at Wolves. Six in real yeah. life isn't so bad, you know? No, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah. So, I don't know. There just needs to be something to make it appealing. Yeah, and I mean, like, for me, it's like, you know, like, Per Metazaka would be, like, what I would consider, like, a one. And, say, like, Raphael Varane as a centre-back at Real Madrid would be, like, my ten. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If, even then, I don't, you know, is he faster still than, uh, like you say, Traore at Wolves? Probably not. So that's that's why I think you know, make it harder, make it rarer. There shouldn't be so many ten speed centre backs. Um, uh, but one one thought I did have, guys, um, I'd be interested just again before I read some of these comments um, was about how about something like you know we have the genius essay now, which no one's allowed to purchase. It's like just in game for rare players. If there was a few centre backs dotted around though, who had that? Like, uh, oh, not even just one, genius, but like, like maybe the slower centre backs, maybe the slower centre backs come with something. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like judgment. genius, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, genius yeah. is in you can't buy it. Yeah, you know I mean, it's just it's something special. It's yeah, I don't know what you'd say. Like yeah, a like reader RTG, of the game, RTG read the game. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Where yeah, yeah, I like that. I like I like something there where it's, you can't buy it. It's on these really rare, you know, you, maybe you can only find them scouting or they're just at certain clubs. They read the game. They're, they're, they're excellent and you don't have to worry about the speed. Do you and know what I mean? Th this is, this is, this yeah. is the point that I want to make to I everyone really because... Like I like that. Yeah, me too. Me too. But this is, this is the thing. This is the point I want to make to everyone because everyone's going to come back, come back and be like, oh, you always want to add things and change the game, leave the game. Blah. Shut <laughs> up, right? And listen to the actual point <laughs> because the point is... When you find a 38 centre-back with five speed, you are not going to buy him. Yeah. One, because you're not going to play him because you, you're too scared of someone with 10 speed running at you. And two, you're not going to buy him to sell him on 
because no one else wants to fucking buy him. So what we're saying is, let's try and make the game an even playing field. Let's try and have these players with slower speed more appealing to the game um, and just have a different dimension to it. Exactly. And see if how, these see players how that goes. are more appealing, that would mean more transfers. You would then pick up these people, which you would sell on, hopefully, and you'd get more points to make your better players better. You'd need to mm -hmm. be able to, you know, there are very successful players that are five, six speed, you know? It shouldn't yeah. just be in this game that there's not. Martin, to be fair, has won the Champions League last year with eight speed centre backs. You know? Yeah, but so, uh, but my, my point speed, there would be it's not difficult to add something to make five or six yes. almost manageable. You know? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, or or at least to make them attractive. Because I mean, if you're stuck with them, at least you've got something to work with. Do you know what I mean? Just just say. Yeah, I mean, like they're not, it's, you know, and same for like wing backs, something there for to sort of help them so they don't get completely rinsed, you know, just because then, like, I, I've got a couple of guys who are nine speed wing backs. They're, they're really good. Like, um, Zappa Costa's quite good. He could get into teams, but no one wants him because he would just get destroyed by 10 speed wingers. And there's nothing wrong with him. Can He's I got just, good judgment, good can tackling, I, can I just good aggression, add, right? good speed. Can, can yeah, I just add, it's, if, it's, you play, if you play attack on break with an anchor man, that has six speed. Do you know that your anchor man still plays in the eighties and he still plays well? Yeah, he does. Even yeah, though, it's, it's, even though you need, like, you, I yeah, know you need movement, really... you need some other stuff, but you also need speed. Yeah, but I don't think they're part of the uh, the tra that transition. I think I'm sure I spoke to Ben and a this, while back and about this. this. It's no, like this field. Is... You don't have to worry about movement on too much. On I, I prefer it. I prefer good movement on on my anchor men. That's why I've got it. But. Um, I, I no, don't but, think it's but Terry, that is my point. That is my point. So on the anchor man, you don't need it because that's just naturally how they how the game works and whatever else. But on a centre back, unfortunately, you kind of do, yeah, because mm. the way that the game works. So by having this um, additional essay or by having some sort of change to it, then we can allow the slower speed centre backs to just be a little bit more attractive. That's where we're at. Yeah, we're not yeah. saying to change everything. We're just saying, yeah. how can we make them more attractive? Uh, and I think that's, that's a whole that's, pool that's... of new players available. Yeah, very much so. And and I think that's. I mean, I, I think that's where it might have got lost in translation because obviously we put this to um, the, the, the the podcast group on on Discord, um, and and that's for everyone. This this certain group, anyone can go pop in there and, and drop a comment or something, and, and we'll do this each week to get uh, comments. You know, Steve doesn't agree. Uh, Steve at Carl, he doesn't agree. He doesn't think speed uh, is, is too much of a problem. He obviously mentions, like you did, Daryl, rightly so, with Martin with the eight speeds. Um, again, I just want to re-emphasize, I, 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 like, I haven't got a, a horse in the race. It's not like I'm trying to push or promote something here. My guys are all 10, 10 9 speed. I couldn't give a shit, really. You, know, you can you know, put a dress on them and go fucking frolicking through a cornfield with them for all I care. It doesn't, doesn't make, a, make a shit bit of difference for me. Um, it's purely for the guys who are stuck. They're completely stuck. They can't swap them. They can't get anyone better in. They're stuck with six-speed centre-backs. They're trying to do something. They're trying to make something work. But they just, they're just getting rinsed purely on speed. It doesn't right, factor well, in a lot of other things. Hear this, hear and this. The, only so choices, the only choices they have is play a sweeper or play yeah. defence defend yeah. deep and uh, support so that's defense. what I've had to do. I've got Adu, 102, yeah, yeah. 36 centre-back. 25 years old, someone put pot in him. Interesting. Six speed. Yeah. Uh, my best centre-back by far. So it means that I've had to play a sweeper. He's my second highest rated defender. Two games. 
Yeah, but that's because that, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. and that's the thing. This is where people l- get lost in translation. Yeah, because you play the sweeper, it allows you to have cover for that slower setup back. Because you play defend deep. Yeah, I'm not saying you do, but it allows you to have cover for that slower centre back. But what about if you don't want to, or you can't find a sweeper? Because sweepers are actually quite hard to find. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and and then what about if you don't want to play defend deep? You want to fucking attack? What is this? But you can't get yeah. a swap. You can't find a centre back. So what else can we do to make them more attractive? That's that's the question. It's not. That's the point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not it's, like it's not, we it's want not to change everything. Yeah, yeah, it's not about all of that. Yeah. It's just. There, there's little things that we want to try yeah, and yeah, understand to, to, and make make more interesting. Quite the opposite as well, because I would personally, I would have no objection with seeing tents being a bit more rarer, not like not crazy rarer, but just slightly. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't there doesn't need to be that many in the game. Yeah, you know I mean, like near enough, every team has got quite yeah at least a couple in there. Um, yeah, every other winger, uh, every other team is is pretty much ten speed. Do you know what I mean? It's it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. I mean, there's how many players in real life are 10 speed? I mean, you, if you're talking Kylian Mbappe is 10 speed, how many are on par with him for pace? Exactly. Yeah. And, like, and this is, and this is, this probably is like 20 in Europe. This is another thing for me. I think, I think last game that I was in, um, Karma was broken, right? Where Karma yeah, players yeah. were better than, Much than better the normal players. Much and better, I think yeah. in this game, um, 10 speed is broken. Right, I do not think that there is this many players in the world, yeah, or in this game that should have ten speed. There is very, very uh-huh. little players that that have that sort of speed. You're talking uh, Triore, you're talking Mbappe, you're talking like you're talking that type of speed. That's ten that's speed. Like, hold, hold that thought. Hold hold that thought though, Faddy, because that's that's going to be the next the next opinion for people to talk about. I'll, I'll bring that up in a sec. Uh, just to quickly go over a couple of other comments. I mean, Jay has said he thinks um, he, he doesn't agree either. He doesn't think slow CBs are, are, are the issue. He, uh, he, he does think experience and reliability essays will help accommodate this to a, de- to a degree. Obviously, you're not going to play, he thinks, man marking with it. But he says, obviously, experience and reliability will help. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you're playing, a f- try, try playing a flat back four with wing backs. And five, six speed centre backs, and if they've both got experience and reliability, I still think they're going to get found out. I still think they're going to get found out by fast, fast attackers. The thing is, you're not um, going to play both centre backs five, six speed. So I play one that's got seven, yeah. and I play the other one. I make sure the other one has nine. So I do not play anything less than nine to partner him. And but that's the point. That seven could easily be a five or six with a right SA added. And you still would partner it with someone a bit quicker because I think you naturally would, you know. I think even in real but life, that's what you. If you know you had a slow guy, you would put him with a quicker, mm. you know, you would. So begs the question, though, Daryl. To add to one would be great. Begs the question for you, though, mate. If just to, t- I, I don't because we flogged this fucking horse massively. But when we talked about wingers, be it like a ten-speed winger will nine times out of ten destroy a nine-speed wingback. That's that's pretty much what everyone's seen. Yep. Now, if you're playing a five-speed and seven-speed centre-back, surely you should have the same thing happen with wide forwards who start by the rule book centrally and, and may drift wide, but they, they should still be t- attacking the centre uh, the centre-back pairing. If you're playing the right, say, like a run at defence, create space, something like that, they should be causing fucking havoc okay, so against a five-speed centre-back. You'd centre be back. the one best if, to answer that. Yeah. How did David, uh, Tony Adams and Steve Bolt do? 
They because they could read the game. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, they yeah. would so read the game. I get it. Yeah, that, that's so how that's it's done. It. And obviously, added. they'd kick the fuck out of them as well. So, <laughs> so yeah, read the game, but, going hard, gives you options. Yeah, that, that's all it needs. Is, yeah, as Fanny said, you need options. You don't want to either play a sweeper, play defendy. You play defendy, you're more than likely going to play support defense. You then become so easy to read that you get beaten anyway. Yeah, uh, just a couple of other quick comments before I, I mention the next topic. Um, Foz, Fozzy, he, he mentioned saying most of my goals have been scored against me. I generally down my wings when my nine-speed fullbacks are getting rinsed. Interesting that fullbacks are getting rinsed. Um, his two regular centre-backs are nine and six-speed. Like Terry said, they they improve with essays, and my C and centre-backs have improved with essays. Fair shout, fair shout. Uh... Is there any others? Lang Lang has said, uh, sorry, Darren. Catherine Lang has said, for me, an eight speed centre back is no different from a five or six speed centre back. Ultimately, most forwards have nine to ten, uh, ten speeds. So whether it's eight or five, it doesn't matter. They will get beat for pace anyway. And that's why he finishes fourth yeah. every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they. Yeah, there's, there's a few. Uh, we've got we got to move on because obviously going to run out of time. But um, thanks, thanks guys, and um, I'll, I'll try we'll try and work some more time in to the next podcast to read more of your comments. I, yeah, it was it, if anyone else wasn't part of this debate, jump on the podcast uh, section on the Discord chat. Really, really good, healthy conversation. Everyone is having a really good chat about what we feel about this. I, I thought it was a really good, positive conversation. You know, even Ben, if you're listening, wink, wink. Yeah, have a look. It was uh yeah, it's pretty good. But yeah, next topic, you kind of touched on it that uh Faddy. Uh so again, opinion for the week. Karma players, should they stay or should they go? Ooh. Me personally, Ooh. I Wait. love them. Oh my god. I lo- hold on, hold on, boys. Hold on, you're gonna go off it. I can feel it. I can feel it. Ooh. Uh I love them, and the reason why I love them is Ben's backed it down from what I saw uh guys had in 120 where they were just ridiculous after one season. They were like the best players in the game. Uh, my guys are, they're good. They ain't getting any of the big teams side anytime soon. Nowhere near. They're not ready yet. My, my guys are still in reserves and used to being trained up. They're, they're good, but not good enough. Um, I like the thought of having like a family member, like my kids, my dad, I've brought in this week. Who, who you know, he passed, passed on. So it's nice to uh, bring him back in, in a sense. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I kind of like that. I kind of like the, um, the options you get with it, like, you know, you're struggling to find a goalkeeper, no one's swapping, no one's selling them, you can't find them in scouts. Great one. Create your own one. Uh, I, I kind of like that. Um, ben, uh, I've been speaking to Ben about it. He's still not quite convinced about uh, karma players. It's still not something he overly likes. Uh, I think he's going to look at the stats-wise. He thinks there's too many 10s, which I agree with, personally. Yeah. You should I, see um, the one I had this I, week. Like, so I created yeah. one this week. They're disgusting. They're disgusting. Yeah. And, and just to give it, I think he was saying to me, um, like, you know, say like a goalkeeper, rather than them always having two stats being a 10 and having high SA, the SA might be flexible and it might be just one 10 stat. I agree with that. I think that's fine. I, I have no objections to that. The problem with you that know? is it's people are now expectations of karma gold to now knock that down. Is, yeah, yeah. going to be tough because the expectations. Uh, so Matt saw the gold karma player I got this week, and they're disgusting. They're honestly, if if that was on anyone else's team, I would be hitting the roof because it's filth 
what has been created. Like the Anchorman, I could play now and they would do well. What, what's the stats now? So they're 35, 87 with determination, 10 speed, 10 aggression. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's going to be a start. Their judgments yeah. are already at eight because it was an Anchorman. Like the judgment's already at eight on an 18-year-old. It's filth. Like it's, it's complete filth that's been created. Um, yeah, but it's, so it's a good player. But again, it's it, it's it's like my my point would be though is like what would you say eighty seven thirty five? Yeah. Like, yeah, he, he, like if, right I, if I'm talking, it's still gonna. It's still yes, gonna, of course, of course, mate. But I, I'd be I thinking, I've lost one game in fifteen playing a karma goalkeeper, but then, and she was. But then is it fair? Thirty five, eighty seven, two. But then is it fair to sort of argue back, though? Although they're starting off good like this, and I, I think there's a case you could leave it alone because he's got it spot on with the rises and how long they're taking. Because, like, with your guy there, even with your goalkeeper, they like Amir is not going to be looking at that goalkeeper or that anchor yeah, man anytime. Same as, same as my centre-back and playmaker. No, but I'm Division 3, innit? Yeah, you're Division 1 team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so I, and I think that's the beauty of it. No, I think they should go. I think I think they're wrong. I think they should go. I've always said oh. they should. I don't think they should be there. Disgraceful. No. Yeah, I Disgraceful. don't think they cut should. Cut them out. Cut yeah. them out. Mute, your, mute yourself. Mute go. your mic. Mute. <laughs> no, I, I think karma players should go. I, I really do. Oh, okay. Because okay. this has saved okay. me. So I've scouted a goalkeeper literally all season. And then yes. basically just got handed one that's now going to start for me for the rest of the game. I couldn't be bothered to go swapping for an AM because I couldn't get the deal done with Matt to get his. So I've created my own. I, no, I just, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it. I think they should go. And honestly, that player is just it's too much for 18 to be where they are. Like, even if I trade it right, I could make it a playmaker as well. I, it's just, yeah, for me, nah. I, I don't agree with it. Okay. I think, I think okay. they should go. Okay, Faddy. Um, do you even remember what we're talking about? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm on the. I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. Right, there's a couple of things. Right, we want this game to be as realistic as possible, and if that's the case, then no, they shouldn't be in the game. But then you could flip the coin and you could say, "Oh, it's a fantasy game. Yep. You can create players yes. on FM. So why can't you create players in this?" Um, so you've got to look at. You've got to look at both sides of it. That for, for me, at the moment, if you're creating a karma player, you're creating a karma player to be able to play in your squad. So if you've got a whole team of 100 away players, the karma player that you create should be 95 plus because he should be competing for a spot within your first team. That's the reason why you've created him. However, then you've got to flip the coin and then you've got to say, you've got to look at Daryl's point, which is, well, I've looked, I've scouted, I've tried to buy players off people, I can't find anyone, fuck it, I'm just going to save up and, and, and get a karma player. So mm -hmm. if that's the case, then maybe the amount of karma that we use to spend on these players needs to go up. And maybe it's a 1,000 for a karma player and 2,000 for a gold karma player. So then it makes it harder to actually create one, which means that there's going to be less of them in the game. But at the same time, you can still create them so that they're still in the game regardless, but it just takes longer to make. And the problem is okay, now, I... so Matt saw my gold karma player and he created one this week, nowhere near as good as mine. Both gold karma players. And honestly, and that's the thing. He saw mine and he's like, wait a minute, what? So, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I, I just think to get rid, it would be easier myself. 
yeah um i i think for me i i like the fact it, it gives me so like one of the main things for me it, it just, just gives me something to focus on because like i put them in my reserves uh, i'm looking at my reserves every week now having my kids in my reserves and my use i'm looking at them every week i wouldn't give a shit normally it, it yeah, i'm not fast like reserves use i i literally haven't ever i haven't bothered with them since season one finished i really haven't bothered i haven't looked at them really i literally put the guys in there i train them up as simple as that that's as far as it goes but having my kids in there gives me an extra level of interest in the game um okay because it's my kids they're going nowhere they're going nowhere there's no one okay, so who about... can offer me a deal. okay so then, that, that, so then format only easy format game. Possibly, yeah. But yeah, okay, that Possibly. could be one way. But how about yeah. if you make karma players, they don't have inner pot because most of them do and they become fucking awesome players, right? And and it they're more reserve players or they're more youth players. So if you make a normal karma player, he's a youth player, and if you make a gold karma player, he's a <coughs> reserve player. That way it might give you extra incentive to make a player to uh, like your son or whatever, so that you yeah. can actually manage those teams. Do you know that what? Way, I, I would they're say, never first teams, first team quality. I I would say personally, I feel what what would be good is if you just took out the SAs, take out the SAs. You want SAs on your Karma players? You go and add them. That's your job. Don't don't have mm. SAs on on the Karma players. Have none. You know, because then you're having to invest into them. Do you know what I mean? You're having to spend points in them. So it, it adds another layer of your investment. You invested your karma points into them uh, and, and and so forth. I mean, like, but you look at my guys again. I mean, we're in season three. I created these at the end of season one. We're into season three and no one is going to come after my goal karma center back or, or playmaker yet. They're not getting into any big teams anytime soon. Probably not. Uh, yeah, but he's good. He's good, but he's not going to walk into any big teams. So I don't think it's like a big worry, like in previous games so where they were just the OP like off off the rip. What's the because point? Because it? it's because it. Do you, you know what? For me, season one, the depth, in season three, you're still not using him in first team. What was the point? Because they were. Well, hold on. What I was going to say was is they're not quite there yet. Do you know what I mean? Like the playmaker. If I have a quick look, my playmaker is ninety six. Uh, 96-36. Yeah, he's got amazing stats across the board, 96-36. But I already have 102-08-36. But I, that yeah, gives me the opportunity then... to play that guy there, drop my other guy, my Karma player in, and train him up. Do you know what I mean? And then, like, my uh, centre-back, he's a beast. He's a uh, 97-37 with reliability and gentleman. Um, yeah, he's, he's insane. He's insanely good. But again, I've got better players in my first team, so I drop him in the reserves, and he'll get trained up there for the season. Do you know what I mean? It's it, it gives you options, and then go to season four, which is for me what a karma a karma player is like a potential. You know, potential should be what it says. You know, it's it's over time they'll be good. Do you know what I mean? It, and it should give you an incentive to play into game season four and all that. Um, for me, that's that's my goal now. Is I'm I'm actually interested in staying in the game through three seasons. Because season four, these two guys should be in my starting lineup, and that's going to be amazing to see my kids in my first team. I love that. That'd be crazy. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, we're. I um, love it, I'm, and I'll keep making them because like they're great. But I don't. I don't. You'll take advantage sure. whilst it's there. Well, yeah, because like, everyone else will. <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah. Fair play. Yes, so, spot on. Spot you, know, you got it. You got it. I don't. Yeah. I don't think there should be that. I would get rid. All right. Well, with that bombshell, we'll pass that on to you guys. Uh, 
again in the podcast chat. Have a, if you're listening on Saturday night, have a chat about it, on, on, and we'll uh, we'll bring up your your comments um, next week. So uh, I think we're going to move on, Daryl, uh, to the transfer roundup. If we've yeah, got that, we have indeed. Yeah. Faddy, Faddy, bring us in, boy. Let's do it. I love them. This week's top cash buy. 55 million was the most spent on one player this week as Ghent bought Celta Vigo's Stanilvich. A 21-year-old, 100-0-A-37-centimid, 36-anchor-man with character, 10-star tackling, Celta was certainly in the money this week as they sold Dao to Fortuna Sittard for 40 mil. He's a 2200-0836 right wing back, but will soon be a 38 at 3R with Karma being used. So looks a very useful cash signing. Oh, wait, he's giving him. This week's top swap deal, Jesse, a.k.a. Ben, decided to change was needed at his Granada <laughs> side, and he let Marquinhos, 25-year-old, uh, 103-39-centimid, uh, 37 right mid with flair, leaving a deal that sees him join a Ruben Kazan. Ruben Kazan paid 20 million cash as well as Bakayoko, 23 years old, 101 38 center back with height. And Lobanevs, 21, 98, 36 right back. It is well known that Lobanevs has played poorly this season. So Jesse is looking to add an essay to improve performance. Sounds like an advert for Viagra. Best free transfer. <laughs> This part of the Sorry. section is a total no-go for the second week running. Although something for you is that Virtus and Teller signed a 19-year-old Robert Edward, or R. Edward, I just assumed Robert, on a free, but he's 87 away. I think they overpaid. <laughs> Busiest club this week, Going the in. revolving door at Lyon continues with four new arrivals and five players showing the door. The main players arriving were Everton, 2505-39 free roll, 38 left forward with Flair and Pot. And George, a former member of the notorious Pink Scooter Gang, who is 25-year-old, 101-39 centre forward with GSI and Pot. Will, who also manages a midget land and is worried he cannot get that team winning despite possessing a quality outfit. An anonymous source told us they have renamed the place the local job centre as more sign on there each week and no fucking knows each other. The Dave Hammond <laughs> transfer special, the deal that got him excited this week was Gornick Zabri's capture of the mighty Erling Haaland from Spurs. Much sought after Haaland is a 21-year-old, 105, 39 free roll with height and nos and pot, untrainables of 1097. He cost a massive 50 mil. And Davidson, 24-year-old, 103-36 left back, 10-9-10 with pot. And Nakamura, 22-102-38 target man with height and pot, 7-9-8 untrainables. Ah, big deal. Uh, Zabriz have impressed with deals in the first couple of weeks of this signing as they signed a 40 overall, uh, 40 PV centre mid who is also class. There we go. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. And yeah, and uh, fuck, Glenn, Glenn never told me that. I talked to, talk to him a bit. Yeah, he never told me that. So uh, yeah, Glenn, uh, if you're listening, I will carry you on Warzone again if you sell me in for cash. And we're going to finish up now with, uh, with yeah, like anyone's going to believe that, uh, with uh, Faddy's uh, favourite part now, the top five countdown in real sport. Are we ready, boys? Ready, do it. Yeah, Faddy. 
Ready? I think Fanny fell asleep. Is he even there? <laughs> Fanny's gone asleep. Okay, it's just right. me then. I'm here, I'm oh. here, I'm here, I'm here. Sorry, I had my mic muted. Five. Fucking <laughs> absolute gay. Uh, so number five, Mauricio Pochettino is linked with a return to Spurs. Could it happen? Should he do it? No. No, no I, I, think that's I, can't, I can't see it. No. I can't see it. Conte, I, he, lost, he lost the dressing room. So uh, unless there's players definitely going, you know, certain players that he doesn't, you know, who stitched him up. Why would you go back? I mean, they treated him like yeah. shit there. He After all he done he for him. He won't go back. I think, nah. Con- I think Conte will go there. But yeah, mm. that's a good. Sh- that's an interesting shout. I think, Mart- I think, Martin- I think Martinez is going to go there. Oh, that's a good shout. Oh, the guy that's Ooh. just left um, Wolves. Here. What's his name again? Uh, Spirito yeah. Santo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's left Wolves though, isn't he? Yeah, I still think. Yeah, yeah. I just, I think, it, I, I could think of a million people over Pochettino going. I uh, yeah, I can't see a reason why Poch would want to leave PSG, and I can't see why you would want to get shot of someone. Why as good you would as want him. to leave PSG before you've had a chance to? make your own stamp on it yeah you know, i mean go spend some money for yeah i mean yeah you've got a genuine chance of winning a, a league every season pretty much and and a chance a proper chance at the champions league every season with them you know um yeah they're going they're going forward that I, I yeah i can't i can't see it uh number four boys with zinedine zidane set to leave real madrid which he's now confirmed he's he's definitely going to leave who can replace him and will bale and hazard stay so I don't know who's going to replace him, but again, that could be a Pochettino thing. That could be a pot. That could be a pot job. Uh, Conte Poch, job. Poch or Conte? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think Hazard's going to go out on loan to Roma. Um, just the wow. fact that he hasn't played, I don't think he's played enough at Real Madrid, and I think he just needs a little bit of game time, get his fitness Roma. back up. Yeah, uh, obviously Mourinho's gone there now. So oh, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, so I just think I think he might go over to Roma on loan. Rumours of Bale possibly retiring. Yeah, That's yeah, but that won't well. happen. I can't see that. No, he he makes too much money. I I can't see that. It'd be crazy. What, what do you think, Daryl? Uh, I think Allegri um will take over Real Madrid, um, and Bale will be sold, but Hazard will stay. Oh, okay. True. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I think Hazard would stay. I, I think Bale would definitely go. No idea who replaces Zidane. I, I think Faddy's on the ball there. I, I think I, again, I can't see po- I can't see PSG allowing Poch to go. I think they would want to keep him there for his contract. Um, Conte's a good shout though. I think that's a good shout, Faddy. Uh, number three, on an alleged spat with his clubs ironically going into this now Antonio Conte is to leave Inter Milan after leading the club to the first title in 11 years and dethroning the champions Juventus I mean I, I think I think it's bullshit I, the, the the actual reason that I'm reading as well is that he uh he's not getting the funds or the backing yeah, yeah they, because... want to, they want to sell like 80 million pounds worth of players yeah yes and, and, and bring because, down the wage and because yeah exactly so the players love him um Obviously, they's won a title with them. You've seen a couple of videos where they're fighting and um, doing a little boxing ring and things like that. Like, you can tell, like, the vibe is there. He's not lost the dressing room at all, but he's lost the boardroom. Um, and I think that's sometimes more important than the players. Is this another case of, though, like, United, Arsenal lately, you know, with, this, with this whole Super League thing of bad ownership? 
I mean, you've just won the title for the first time in 11 years and you're going to piss off the manager who did it. Uh, I, I, think, I think Italians in general don't run their clubs properly. I think mm. the only club that is run properly money-wise and that as a pure and utter business strategy is Udinese. Udinese owners also own Watford and they run the same type of way. They're the only company that okay. run it as a proper business strategy. Everyone else, um, I think once COVID hit, it fucked them. You could see yeah. Juventus. Yeah. Juventus were, do you remember when they had Del Piero and all of those fucking players? They were a fucking team. Yeah, winning everything. And then they got they got relegated to, to Serie A D or wherever it was because they yeah, were financial shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it's the same everywhere. AC Milan are talking about selling their goalkeeper. Don't for remember. 50 million. Yeah. Because yeah. and he's he's been there since he was what, fourteen? Yeah, well, they, like, they yeah, signed yeah. signed the Lille keeper. Another, another, another football manager legend, didn't it? Donnarumma with the agent fees was like closer to twenty five thirty, so they've signed the Lille keeper instead for half that. Sorry, wow. Donnarumma is leaving. I think his contract's out as well, really. He's just leaving. But to re-sign him with the agency oh, fees okay. was like 25 mil. So they've signed the Lille keeper for 15. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But Italian uh, football, if you've ever played football manager, money in Italian football Donnarumma. just doesn't, doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's facts. That yeah, there's, true, there's no true. money. If you do an um, a Italian save, you're always in debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, guys. Uh, the England and Wales sides have been announced for the Euros coming up this uh, next couple of months. Uh, what's what's your expectations? Obviously, uh, you know, obviously we can go to Faddy for England, maybe, and uh, obviously yourself, Daryl, for Wales. Uh, just to sort of quickly recap: Wales face Turkey, Italy, and Switzerland. England face Scotland, Croatia, and the Czech Republic. Uh, I'll I'll go first. Uh, I think England's team. Uh, he's very clever with it. What he's done is he can see that there's obviously still Champions League games, um, UEFA Cup games, um, so people might get injured. So he's taken a bigger squad so that it's not like they look like their second choice, um, even though they are. Yeah. Um, so I've it's like, okay, that person's injured, we'll drop him, that person's not doing well. And then at the same time, they're all going there and you, he can see and meet them and see who's fatigued who needs, do you know what I mean? And, and who's really up for it? Like, United losing the cup final yesterday, fuck it, Rashford's distraught. Um, he was yeah. terrible. Uh, he was, yeah, I don't think he played well, no, but he was distraught. And because he was distraught, is he going to be able to handle an entire summer or does he need some time off? Do you see what I mean? It's just, it's just little yeah, questions like that. He, we have a lot of we have a lot of wide players. You've got Grealish, Foden, uh, Sancho, Sterling, do you need Rashford? Do you see what I mean? So it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just little questions Definitely. that obviously uh, I think everyone thinks our oh, Southgate, uh, it's all a matter of opinions. I, I can see his thinking behind it and I think he's done really well. Um, I think our hardest game uh, will be Scotland. Uh, just because yeah, we should, we should, boys, we, we need to have a, a, a round table that day with Lang and maybe like Percy. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. That's funny as fuck. Man, um, watch along, a watch along. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, um, chaos, wasn't it? But I, I just think, I think, I think Croatia is going to be a hard game. Yes, uh, I think we yeah, should be Czech one. Republic. Um, but Croatia are a very aging team, and we now know how they play and what they're what we're expecting of them. I don't think we were ready for that. Um, so yeah, uh, for me, 
I think Scotland will be the hardest game. That's my opinion. Okay. Quick one, Daryl. Yeah, just have, just have some fun. Like I'm not I'm not looking past anything. You know what I mean? Like Robert Page is in charge. You know, have you seen our squad? Yeah, just have some fun. Maybe upset. If we can get out of group, I consider it a victory. Fair play. Uh, and last one quickly. Um, obviously, the big boxing unification clash between Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua has appeared to collapse after Wilder won his arbitration case. It looks like now Joshua is to face Usyk and um, the Gypsy King will face the Bronze Bomber to complete their trilogy. Who do you think wins those two separate fights? And do you think we'll actually ever see the undisputed clash? No. I, uh, I, think, I, don't... I think Wilder's going to win now. Yeah, I think I think I think Wilder's going to win it as well. I think he has to win it. He has more riding on it, and I think Fury's going to go into it a bit like mm, I've been before, like a bit cocky and that, and and he's going to get smashed in the face. Um, I think AJ will win his fight. I think it'll be a tough fight because that guy's actually decent. I was watching a couple of his fights; he actually looks decent. Um, but yeah, I think where Fury loses, the bomber goes above him on priority. From a business point of view, I think Deontay Wilder's made perfect move, but he has to win, and that's just the win. thing because now there's a lot more riding on it for him to shut Tyson Fury up. I don't know. I mean, you can never sleep on Tyson Fury. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, but no, I, just think, I, 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 sorry, go on. I think Wilder myself. I'm, I'm actually the opposite to you guys. I, I honestly think I haven't seen skill wise or and boxing ring iq wise anyone even close to fury uh he demolished him in the first fight and should have won that it was only two knockdowns where he was like 50 percent what he should be because of obviously coming back from the weight gain and the drugs and the suicide stuff you know it, it, and he whooped him for all of that and then obviously the last fight he absolutely dismantled him he'll do it again i think he's too good he's way too good and i think fury uh sorry Joshua's the one in trouble. I think Usyk could beat him, could possibly beat him. I don't see it. I'm not sure. I, I'm 50-50 on it. I, I really, I don't know. I don't know that one. But I still think whoever wins that is still going to get boxed clean out of the ring by uh, Fury. I think Fury's just head and shoulders above the rest. It's, it's not even close. It's ridiculous. But uh, yeah, on that, thank you very much, guys. And I hope you guys enjoy this on Saturday when it drops. Uh, thank you very much.